Good evening, friends. Welcome to another episode of Perfect in Love with John and Kim. I'm John. I'm Kim. And you're not. <laughs> Just kidding. Hello, friends. Welcome back. It's good to speak at you again. I was going to say good to hear from you, but y'all aren't here right now. You can't talk back. So there's that. You're just full of it today. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Um, so what's new in the world? We've uh, had Christmas, right? Yeah. Did you have a good Christmas? Yes. You care to share anything about Christmas? We had Chinese. Yes, we did. Oh, Peking, you were good to us. That was good Chinese food. Because this was the first time that we really didn't have to go anywhere on Christmas. We're celebrating with my family tomorrow and then mm. part of your extended family <clears throat> on Saturday. And we did your mom's on Christmas Eve and we were here together on Christmas for yeah, the first time ever. <laughs> it's kind of weird. How'd you feel? Like, I don't know. What do you, how'd you feel about it? It was okay. I mean, we didn't waste any time opening presents since you made me wait until Christmas Day. <laughs> I was watching my watch and going, oh, there's six more minutes until midnight. You open presents on Christmas morning, right? It's technically morning, right? <laughs> so, it was technically Christmas. <laughs> we opened Christmas presents at midnight, Christmas Eve while Christmas morning. But Oh, man. Our, you know, poor children, if we ever have that day where they exist, um, you're going to be waking them, dragging them out of bed. I can feel it already. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know how it's been for everybody else, but this week, like, gone, <laughs> evaporated. And you and I did not talk about podcasts at all, all week. No. Um, by all rights, we probably should have just scratched this week and taken it off, but we committed to Thursday night's podcast night and the cat started yelling at us at like, I don't know, this afternoon that it was podcast day. So yeah. and she's crawling under my feet right now. Yeah. She's visited me as well. In fact, let's see if we can get, uh, get some feedback from her. Ah, there she is. Just kidding. That wasn't a real cat. That was a sound effect I discovered <laughs> getting ready for the podcast tonight. We can't get her to talk into the mic, no matter how hard we try. Um, oh, my goodness. Now everybody has a glimpse of my life on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that listens to this, um, whether just because they've known us prior or because they discovered this and if they've managed to keep listening, I think they have a pretty fair assessment of what your life is like being married to me. Anyway, um, so doing some thinking as to you know, what we could talk about now that Christmas is done, and but we're still like in the thick of, I don't know, this like holiday stew. <laughs> like it's not New Year's yet. It's not back to normal, and it's still wintry, except for it's kind of spring today, and it'll be cold again tomorrow. And then we're all gonna get sick. Yeah, Yay. Christmas stuff's still up, so it's like it's it's over, but it's not. You know, it just doesn't doesn't really feel like the right time to move on. Um. So, what I've gathered 
is, you know, from the internet and seeing social media comments, um, just the way people are kind of starting to talk to each other now and um, other interactions that we've seen in uh, other parts of our life. I think that's as far as I'll say with that. Um, we're moving into the season where people are grumpy. Stressed, grumpy, yeah. grumpy, tired, grouchy, easily offended. Um, Want everything a certain way. Hurt, yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I guess I thought maybe that warranted some conversation and, and just see if anything transpired from that. Um, how do we handle and how are we supposed to handle as Christians? Um, I guess first... How do we continue to be nice now when we're tired and we're stressed and we're grouchy? It's uh, especially for me. I mean, you too, but especially for me, I'm extremely guilty of not being nice when I'm tired. <laughs> and it's not that I don't try to be nice, but I think sometimes the physical part of being tired, being stressed, having anxiety all of that stuff warrants me to not be a very nice person when I want to be a nice person, but it's just sometimes I can't help it. And I know there's ways that I need to work through that, but um, I think everybody's been guilty of that. I mean, I know you have, you know, been guilty of that yourself, but um, I think we have to overlook some of the physical things and fix some of the physical things too, um, mm. knowing that you know, loving or being nice or whatever you want to describe that as being, um, we have to take care of ourselves first. Um, we're called to love on other people, but you have to love yourself first. And that means taking care of yourself. Self-care. Yeah, that's, um, so I, that's what, it's, it's weird that I, like, I totally didn't intend for that to steer into this at all, but here we are, apparently my plan less important than where God's going to take us, right? Um, I, I've been asked to speak at a, a youth retreat coming up, and what's been, you know, weighing on my heart to kind of address with that, um, sort of anyway, um, related, is is self-care, and what that means is, you know, Christians and, and what we're called to do. And now, and my looking at it and planning for this addressing self-care in the way that we kind of abuse and misuse it at times in our culture. Like we use it as a way to cancel on things and bail on things in the name of self-care um, and, and kind of leave, you know, um, doing our job as Christians out of it and our job, you know, um, turning to glorify God and turning to scripture um, as the, the true forms of healing and self-care. But what you just brought up is a huge point. Like, I, and I think that's where self-care needs to come in and um, into play is when you're breaking down physically and you're not meeting your, your biological needs, it's, it's going to be tough to focus on the rest and everything else. Yeah. Like it's, oh man, where did that, where does that quote from? But it, it's, impossible to thrive when you're you know stuck trying to survive right like 
you need to to be able to rest and, and to take care of yourself. So how do you do that when the demands of everything else are still there? I mean, that's, it's been, a, and I will say point blank that recently that has been a struggle. It's a million dollar question, um, right? It, and it's not like even today, like I was making little Christmas crafts or like I painted on Christmas when we didn't have really anything else, do, you know, to do. I discovered that um, last year when you were here and I was at the other house, um, I would sit down and I would paint. And I didn't even know that that was a skill that I had because when I was going to college and doing my all my art classes, I hated it. I hated painting. I hated drawing all that stuff. Um, How did you feel about it? I hated it. <laughs> Do you want me to repeat it again? <laughs> but, um, you know, that has been a form of self-care and I've neglected and neglected. And I was like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. Trying to do other things to make more money or do this or whatever um, mm. because it's more than just for females i mean you too you sit in the shower too but it's more than just sitting in the shower or sitting in the bathtub like that it's self-care is more than just sitting in the in the tub and just sitting there for hours um it's actually taking your mind off of other things and replenishing your soul in other ways um I don't know if any of that really resonates with you, but that's, I mean, I started a journal just a couple days ago, um, a journal devotional that I've had on my nightstand for a while, but I've neglected to do that. Um, I like to, you know, read all that kind of stuff just centers yourself in a different, in a different way. I think that does resonate and it makes What I'm hearing is that you need to, in order to really find you know peace and and rest and to get yourself centered back to that spot you need to not only physically rest whether it's sleep or downtime or, or not doing much but you need things that are actually going to refill and refuel those things that have been depleted yeah. i think that was in the devotional we, we did on the bible app not too long ago where you said something about oh i understand now why you need to paint or why you need i can't remember what it was but there's something along that line that that devotion yeah it sounds familiar there. yeah and and so that you know that can be painting that can be puzzles so this, we, i look at the puzzle on the table next to us you know it, it certainly should involve um, some reading and study and prayer and i think that's the the key to this that needs to all be tied together and where so many people fall down is all these things are important and definitely needed um i'd even say critical and i was having this conversation with another friend too talking about planning this youth re uh the youth messages for the youth yeah, retreat yeah, yeah yeah and that you know therapy um counseling journaling whatever it is that it is that you're doing to try and take care of yourself or to heal um, those are all legitimate they're important you know sometimes in our religion people go well if you're a christian you have jesus you shouldn't need all that but that's not what they're for and i think mm -hmm. the the key in that linchpin is um all those things are important and they're fine so long as they lead you back to knowing where true peace comes from. Yeah. 
and and they lead you to a place where your heart is ready to um, be in the right posture to remember and to build on what um, Jesus has for us and what he's done for us. And quite frankly, when you're not taking the time and I'm sitting here going, oh, okay, well, I'm guilty of this too. At this present moment, when you're not guilty or, or when you're when you're guilty of not taking care of yourself, there becomes more anxiety and less peace because I've had issues with anxiety mm-hmm. in the past couple of weeks too. So I think you're right in the fact that you take care of yourself and centering it back to where the peace comes from. Right. You know, it, it rids away the anxiety and it brings more of that peace back in. Yeah. And all you have to remember out of that is, you attempting to take care of yourself and to do those things, uh, one, isn't selfish. It's the way to to do what it is we're called to do. But two, it's not a replacement for Jesus. Nothing can replace that. Right. Um, we'll never, you know, get through the tribulations of the world without him. He's the only one that has defeated the world. But we need to posture ourselves to be able to work for him and, and with him. Um, to get through the world. You know, uh, John chapter 16, 33. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Um, and there's only one that's ever been, never will be, that can say that. Jesus. There's an answer. Jesus. Anyone that's listened didn't know? Jesus. He's the only one. Um. So that being said, what obviously while we're in the midst of being depleted and tired, uh, we're still existing in the world. And there's other people that don't have a firm grip on this, um, taking care of themselves, but don't have the hope of Christ in them either. Right. And so they're not going to approach necessarily situations the same way. So how, how do we handle that? You know, people are going to be mean. Yeah. I dealt with that this past week via text message conversations and not so much in person that's coming to mind this week, but because people are super stressed and people have things going in a million different directions. I just talked to somebody at the rink that had, tonight that had something going on that I didn't know she was dealing with. Like people are always dealing with things. And I think you hit a breaking point. And if you don't have the hope of Christ, like it, people get mean because they don't mm-hmm. know how, they don't know how to handle it. And they don't know um, what's coming next or any of that kind of stuff. So when they're dealing with things, they take it out on other people. And, and unfortunately that, that how, that's how it happens. And, you know, I'm sitting here the victim of some of that this week too. And, um, you know, my anxiety rises and you witnessed it last night. Like my anxiety rises because of something I can't control because of how people are, you know, coming at me about things that I have very, you know, little to do with, but it's just part of, part of this whole thing and finding your hope. And if you don't have anything to put your hope back into, people can be mean. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. the worldly way to describe it, I guess. Like, Well, you made a, you brought up something really good in there um, that, you know, the biggest thing for us to remember is we don't know 
what anybody else is going through. We yeah. don't, we haven't been in their shoes. I mean, even when people share with us or when we observe things, we we haven't sat in that seat, so we don't, we haven't seen all the angles of their life to fully understand and know. We can try. Like, yeah, we, we can, can try to understand, but yeah, there's always a point or a part of that where we don't know. Right, and and so that's why, I mean, all we're called to do is love and to be empathetic. You know, a lot of our other scriptures there tie in um, with response to that tonight because of those reasons that we don't know. Um, and, you know, there's a couple of things. You know, John chapter 15, verse 18, if the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. Again, <laughs> that's, yeah. you know, Jesus mm-hmm. overcame the world and, yeah, he was persecuted and hated by the world long before. And I think the other thing that you can read into that scripture is that it's important to remember most of the time when somebody's lashing out at you or responding to you in a way that is less than loving usually doesn't have much to do with you personally. Yeah. Um, and so people like me or like my siblings tend to take it pretty personal, even well, if it's not, but that tends to, you know, fall on the person. But yeah, so you have to figure out if you're taking it personally, you have to step back and understand that it might right. not be something towards you. And that's exactly, exactly it. So you have to take a step back and look at it from that angle too. And it's not just you, we all do it. But, you know, when you can remove that, it's a lot easier to remember well, if it's not about me, then really nothing I can do to respond is likely going to change it or fix it. I just need to love on them and to, you know, whether it's silence, stepping away, or just being supportive, you know, yeah, that's the only thing I can do to help the situation. Um, some old testament here exodus 14 14 the lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent i thought that was awesome because basically what that saying is hey yeah god's still there in the fight and will go to bat for you and your only job is to shut up because what's the first thing we always want to do when someone comes at us defend ourselves or run our mouth back right yeah and that's that's not what it's all about. And we've all had a, you know had our share of that. I think like you want to defend yourself and say no, it's not me or whatever the situation may be, and you want to defend yourself. That's your natural tendency, I think. Well, and and I mean this same response is all over the Bible too. Yeah, yeah. If you know the other point, and it um, is that I I found in uh, Proverbs is that. You know, and you can see this in arguments all over the internet. You know, if somebody's broken and they're hurt, they're not hearing in the way that we need to hear. So, are you ever going to change their mind? You're hoping to, but no. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, so like Proverbs 23, uh, do not speak in the hearing of a fool, for he will despise the good sense of your words. Meaning, more often than not, even if what you're telling somebody's truth, if they're not in the right headspace, they're just going to get angrier. Yeah. No one wants to be told you're wrong. And they'll get defensive and all that yeah. stuff too. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what the moral of the story is tonight, <laughs> if you will, or if this is just therapy for us. Like, I don't have a great way to tie this all together other than for our friends that live around here and we're in similar climates. Um, there's not a lot of daylight. The weather's going to be garbage. And it's going to be like that for a long few months yet. Mm-hmm. Everyone just spent too much money on Christmas. Um, things are going to be hard, tough. So you need to take some inventory and in stock right now, probably. Good time to look at ourselves and... Um, get lost in some prayer and figure out what it is that we need to center ourselves. I like that you said that. That's a really spot on to center ourselves and um, help us get through this without making our damage and brokenness somebody else's. Yeah. You had other thoughts? The first one that popped, you just said brokenness, and that in my head I'm laughing because you talked about puzzles and you rearranged <laughs> everything up here. We're in a new, new-ish podcast podcast studio. Perfect and love podcast studio, <laughs> right? Um, and we set up all of your, you know, your table and all of our puzzles and things like that, so we can have something to do while it's dreary and gross outside. Like yeah. that's a form of self-care in ways for the two of us to do something together and not get, you know, depressed during the long winter months that are still ahead. Mm. Um, I mean, we like to walk at night and that's been a form of self-care for us too, I think, plus exercise because we talk a lot while we're doing that. But the puzzles are something that is inside and it's still kind of helping with that same purpose. So anyway. So that was just a little thing that popped in my head that kind of made me giggle a little. I like it. I like it. Plus, you're really cute when you giggle, so there's that. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should pray. Okay. Am I going to pray? Is it? Do you know <laughs> <I have? laughs> Oh, Heavenly Father, help us. <laughs> Thank you for the hope that you've given us and, and continue to provide us. Thank you that your word never fails. Your plan never fails. You're always there. Even when we lack the ability to remain silent, like that's all we're really asked to do. Um, help us to just love like you want us to love and to reflect your image and to glorify you, uh, even in the less than desirable uh, winter months and through tough times. Lord, I ask that you give courage to anyone listening that has not accepted the salvation that you've offered, that maybe just doesn't know what having a relationship with you is like, that they've heard things, they're interested, but they're just not sure. Give them the courage to ask. Give them the courage to find out, to seek, and to build that life-changing relationship with you. Because, well, January may be the longest month of the entire year, and the winter may drag on in these cold climates. It's just a grain of sand in the landscape that is eternity of either being 
able to praise and stand with you for an eternity of separation and torment. This is a huge, huge, really the only substantial decision in relationship to, to have. So just give everyone courage to find that and know what that is and to know you, Lord. Give the rest of us the courage and boldness to speak your truth loudly. And keep us all safe and healthy, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, we did it. I like your chair choice again. Hey, it's part of the podcast now. It's just who we are. We have creaky chairs, old farmhouse, and a yep. obnoxious cat. Yeah, I was going to say a cat that yells, but... That's right. Yeah. So... And we gave our giveaway away. We gave our giveaway away. Here we go. You couldn't hear all the applause. No, but I don't like to use all these sound effects. (laughs) So congratulations, Lynn. I hope the cookies were okay. And the Bible even better. Um, And the rice bag. And the rice bag. So when you're out walking in the winter months and you slip and slide like I do, you can come into the rice bag and fix everything. We're hoping to do a few more giveaways. Hopefully now that Christmas is over, we can uh, go back into uh, inquiring about our apparel and things. So we can uh, get that rolling a little bit. But regardless, we'll hopefully have a couple more giveaways soon. Absolutely. So... um... Like us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, whatever platform you're listening on. Please uh, like and uh, subscribe and review us. And uh, if you feel so inclined or you've prayed about and you'd like to support the podcast and our ministry, there's a link on with every episode, the ability to do that. So thank you so much. And we will talk to you again next week. Next week. Good night. Good night.